The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. And today we have two contenders here to see whose expertise reigns supreme. In one corner, he's the big dog on campus, and he doesn't settle for number two. He's Troy, the super-duper pooper-scooper, Cooper. What? Tro- what did that first part Troy. have to do with the other part? Because it's dog. Cause dog and number two. Number one. Okay, sure. Troy, welcome back to the show. Uh, remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Yeah, thank you for that <laughs> something intro. Uh, yeah, so my name is Troy. I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm an uh, associate professor here at the University of Kentucky. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be on. Excited to have awesome. you back. In the other corner, he's going to save the world, and nobody else is going to negotiate. It's Michael Corbin Dallas Multipass. <laughs> Dallas, Lilo Michael, Dallas. welcome back to the show. And uh, this is your first time on the show proper. You were on uh, the um, playing rounds, uh, the pregame, the playing rounds. Uh, why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about you? Uh, Michael Corbin. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, not much. A mailman for the last 25 years. Love trivia, and I'm terrible at it. So it's going to be interesting. All right, you and me, you and me both, sir. Right. You and me both. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you as a, as a mailman. I think you guys get a little, don't get as much uh, credit as you deserve. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. All right, folks. Let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories, focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Troy and Michael just a little bit better. And since uh, today on uh, BFOP, we had a, an episode drop that was our top 10 favorite Tool songs. So, gentlemen, I want to know, what's your favorite song by the band Tool? Um, I'm semi-familiar with Tool. Um actually got to see them a couple of years ago. One of my friends had an extra ticket and that was, that was a really cool experience. It's, it's not something that I never would have like sought out mm-hmm. tickets to buy them, but it was a lot of fun. Um, my favorite tool song. I, mean, I think the two popular, well, the popular choice would probably be sober. Um, but I like that. And I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's like the weird symbol at the beginning. It's like anima or anima, anima yep. or anima. anima. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was always one of my favorites uh, when I was in high school. So okay. I'll go with that. Well, I'm actually not. I'm a heavy metal fan, but I hate Tool. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) They've just, I've never liked the style. Um, And honestly, the only name that I knew was Sober. 
And then when he said it, I thought he was going to steal it. But since he didn't, I'll go with Sober. Okay, fair enough. Was I wrong? Um, was, was Edema the name of the album? Both. Or, it was oh, a that song. was a song, too. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah it was a song. And... The, the song just came to mind again was Stink Fist, I think. It's a good song as well. Oh. That's, that's a good yeah. song as well. Yeah. Um, uh, both are great songs, but for me, uh, it's a very clear winner. I love the song Enema. Uh, I think it's just a rocking song. Uh, so Troy's going to get to pick first in round one. Sir, what category do you want to start us off in? Um, well, with the tool question, let's go with music. There you go. Good transition. And we're starting in the 70s. All right. Before we start, I want to say uh, I refilled all of my questions with all questions from David Avalafia. So the chances of him having questions on, on today's round are quite good. Thank you, David. Starting with this one. What guitarist anchored the first two Canadian bands to hit number one on the Billboard charts? Canadian bands from the 70s, eh? Um, I... Probably not right. I'm going to go with um, Neil Young. Neil Young is incorrect. Michael, can you steal? Probably not. The only Canadian band I know that is around there would be Rush, and I do not know their guitarist, so um, I'm going to have to skip this one. All right. I believe Alex Lifeson is the guitarist for Rush, Sure, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this was a tough one because he gave you no other clues for it in the question. Uh, the correct answer is Randy Bachman. From the Guess Who and Bachman Turner okay. Overdrive. Okay. Tough one to start us off from David. And we will go over to Michael. What's your category? I'll go with, uh, let's go with TV. All right. And your TV is from the 90s. All right. And we got another one from David. I'm going to be <laughs> saying that one a lot. <laughs> Hope he gives you a better hit. <laughs> On what 90s sitcom did the title character have a best friend named Six? Six. That would be uh, Blossom. Blossom is correct. Yep. No hint needed. He just knows his yep. stuff, Troy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. What he, what he said he did, he wasn't very good at trivia. I was like, oh man, we're going to be a good match. <laughs> All right. Uh, back over to Troy, sir. What category would you like? Uh, let's try food. Okay. And that decade is the 2000s. What downtown Las Vegas restaurant? that opened in 2005, features menu items like the sextuple, septuple, and octuple bypass. Customers over 350 pounds in weight eat for free if they weigh themselves on a scale before eating. I've heard of this place. Uh, I think it's called the Heart Attack Grill. Heart Attack Grill is correct. Nice. And I've never eaten there. No, but I bet it's delicious. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, all right, Michael, back to you. Uh, let's go with uh, Toys and Games. All right, little Toys and Games. And it's the 80s. The objective of what 1988 board game was to be the first player to purchase six items on the player's shopping list and return to the parking lot or their final destination. A talking version was released in 1989. Uh, I have no clue about that. It sounds like the game show Supermarket Sweep, so let's just go with Supermarket Sweep. Supermarket Sweep is incorrect. Troy, can you steal? Unlikely. Um, that's the first thing I thought of, too, was Supermarket Sweep. Um, maybe it was a little bit simpler, and they just called it Supermarket? Supermarket 
is also incorrect. Adam, you got well, a guess? Well, I know. It. I, I I remember like these commercials. And I, no, I can't. Remember. I'm pretty sure the word mall is in there. And that's all I got. So I definitely remember the commercials for the talking version a lot. And the, yeah. the game itself was kind of uh, marketed towards girls mm-hmm. more than it was boys. It was called Mall Madness. Mall Madness. Oh, okay. okay. Makes sense. All right. No points there. And we are back over to Michael. Um, I think that's incorrect. Yeah, that one. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Oh, there it is. I miscounted. All right. We are back over to Troy. Uh, I'm going to try slang. I like how Mike was just going to go with it. He's like, sure, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Troy, you're going way back to the 50s. In the 50s, a common term for making a record was baking a what? And no UK friends, I don't mean a cookie. Um, Well, with the hint, my guess would be biscuit, baking a biscuit. Biscuit is correct. Michael left. We've got literature, fashion, news and politics, sports, and movies. Well, let's go with movies. Okay. And your movies is from the 60s. Oh, well. <laughs> Bad choice. Oh, nothing wrong with the 60s. And we got another question from David. Of course. Thank you, David. Vulgaria is a location in what classic 1968 children's film? A little bit before me. 1968 children's film. I Let's go with Wizard of Oz. Only thing I can think of. Wizard of Oz is incorrect and about 31 years too late (laughs) Uh, Troy can you steal I don't think so what was the name of the place Vulgaria Vulgaria yeah I'm not going to get there I can't think of anything Uh, this was the film Chitty Chitty Bang Bang oh okay oh wow All right. well I am certainly in the lead yeah David David (laughs) Adelop is (laughs) yeah Uh, All right. back to Troy I believe uh, let's try news and politics. Right. And it's the noughties, or the 2000s. All right, and we got another question from David. Thank you. In 2008, Rockport, Missouri, became the nation's first community pa- uh, powered 100% by what renewable energy source? Missouri. Um, I guess let's try solar power. Solar is incorrect. Michael, can you steal? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Um, I was thinking solar myself, so let's just go with wind turbines. Wind is correct. Okay. Got the steel, and good for them for yeah. finding a way to yeah. power their entire town that way. All right, Michael, you got the steel, and now you get to pick. Um, let's go with sports. All right, a little sport action for you from the 80s. At the 1983 NCAA championship game, Lorenzo Charles took advantage of an air ball by teammate Hakeem Olojuwon to dunk in the winning basket for what ACC school? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, see, ACC, I can't even think of a lot. Um, basketball is not my thing, and I don't even know if they're in the ACC, but let's go with Duke. Duke is incorrect. Troy, can you steal? That was going to be my guess, too, because they are in the ACC. Mm-hmm. But um, who else is in the ACC? Um, try North Carolina. Uh, is that the University uh, of North Carolina? UNC, yes. UNC. UNC 
is incorrect. Oh, it no. was the other one, North Carolina State. State. Oh, wow. Okay. Troy, there's literature and fashion. Uh, let's go with literature. All right. Literature coming at you from the 60s. I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings is a 1969 autobiography describing the young and early years of what American writer and poet? That's Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou is correct. Well done. All right, that leaves uh, fashion for Michael. It does. Everybody loves some fashion from the 2000s. All right, and this is the only fashion question I have from David (laughs) Abalafia. Of course. (laughs) The Beach was the first model of what footwear of what footwear brand unveiled in 2002 footwear brand in 2002 I'm old so I've been wearing the same brand since I was a kid I don't know many new ones footwear brand sounds about right time wise let's go with Crocs Crocs is correct nice. Oh, nice good pull there and that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? We have got ourselves an all-tied-up match so far in round one. Both Mike and Troy have got 30 points. All right, well, let's see how they're doing round two. All right, since uh, Troy got to pick first in round one, Michael, you're going to pick for Troy to start off round two. What category you want to give him? Uh, I don't remember what he did good in and bad in, so... Um... Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give him fashion to start with. Sure. We'll go with that. Sure. And you get to go all the way around to the 50s. Susie Parker was one of the very top models of the 1950s and is perhaps most famous for being the face of what American cosmetics company? She was also the first model to earn $100,000 a year. Um, cosmetics company. American. Go with Revlon. Revlon is correct. Oh, wow. Nice guess. guess. Nice. Well, he gets both of the uh, fashion questions. I think uh, Troy knows his no, fashion. Mike- hey, next time, the- I, uh, next time I come on, one. I might pick that first. Oh, yeah. Mike, my bad. Michael got the uh, other fashion question. All right, Troy, what do you want to give to Michael? Let's give Michael... Um, I'll give him sports. Okay. Sports for Mike. And it's the 60s. Winning performances in the 100-meter, 200-meter, and 4x100-meter relay at the 1960 Rome Olympics. Who became the first American woman to capture three events in a single Olympiad? I do not know anything about Olympics prior to probably 84. So I know one name from way back then. I hear people talk about her all the time, but I can't pull it. Um, I got no guess. All right, Troy, can you steal? Not unless I can pull a great guess also. Um, yeah, the name that's coming to mind for me is Jackie joyner Kersey. Jackie joyner Kersey is incorrect. That's the only uh, name correct correct yeah. answer is Wilma Rudolph. Oh, uh, I know okay. that name too. Heard that name. Yeah. All right, no points there. And I think we are back to Michael picking for Troy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with uh, news and politics. All right. Little news and politics. From the 50s. In August 1953, a coup jointly led by the U.S. and U.K. and codenamed Operation Ajax overthrew Prime Minister Mohammed Mossadegh in what country? Might be Mossadegh, I apologize. I'm sorry, can you read it one more time? Sure. In August 1953, a coup jointly led by the U.S. and U.K. 
and codenamed Operation Ajax, overthrew Prime Minister Mohammed Mossadegh in what country? Mossadegh. That name sounds so familiar. Um, let's, I'm going to guess Egypt. Egypt is incorrect. Good guess. Michael, can you steal? Mm, I'm just going to throw out a guess. I, I don't even know if it's a country, to be honest with you. Let's go Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is also incorrect. Mm. Um, this country would eventually have its own coup uh, in the late 70s when it took a bunch of people hostage. Uh, this was Iran. Uh, okay. I was hoping it was going to be Mozambique. Mosadique for Mozambique? <laughs> <That'd> be... <laughs> Guess not. Uh, all right. Uh, where are we? We're Troy picking for Michael? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's give Michael about slang. Okay. A little slang for Michael from the 60s. We've gotten a lot of older stuff this second round. The rise of the counterculture hippie movement in the 60s that preached love over war quickly led to what noun to describe the group's influence. The phrase stemmed from images they often wore to demonstrate their pacifism. It's one word? I did not say if it was one word. Uh, Let's just go with flower power. Flower power is correct. It was going to be some hippie stuff. I tried to emphasize the word stemmed. Uh, uh, okay, I, nice. I missed it, yeah. I was listening for a clue, and I missed it. It wasn't the greatest clue, but it was there. <laughs> All right. Michael, what do you want to give to Troy? Uh, let's give him... He got it last time. Well, let's give him literature. Yeah, literature coming at you. From the 80s. Better remembered for igniting a global controversy than for its story, what 1988 Salman Rushdie novel was inspired by the Islamic prophet Muhammad? Sorry, inspired by the life of the Islamic prophet Muhammad. I wondered what the chorus was like. Um, I'm glad you said that last part because I was, I was torn between two words in the second part. I think it's called the Satanic Verses. The Satanic Verses is correct. Yeah. can't remember if it was because of the satanic verses that the uh um the the leaders of islam put a fatwa out on salman rushdie and nothing happened for a long time and then i think he got like hand chopped off or something like that i can't remember something happened to him there's a good episode of curb your enthusiasm with salman rushdie <laughs> yes yeah his, his part actually i'm going through what a perfect plug i'm going through every <laughs> single episode of curb your enthusiasm uh with my buddy on a, a patreon feed and salman rushdie on the episode that he was on he stole the show that episode he yeah did, he, he really did, did great oh he got blinded that's what it was i think is what it was never mind anyway john <laughs> check out cartwright of seinfeld podcast and our uh, sister show talking about curb <laughs> all right so I believe Troy is picking yes. this round. Troy, we've got food, toys and games, TV, music, and movies. Uh, let's give him toys and games. Okay. Toys and games from the 90s. What game, the first in Chris Roberts' Space Flight Simulation franchise, was considered a major step forward for space dogfight games, featuring graphics, audio, and a story campaign that invited car- comparison to the Star Wars film. I've never heard of any of that um, from the 90s. Let's just go with Star Fox. I know that's wrong. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Star Fox is incorrect. Troy, can you steal? I don't think so. 
something sort of rings a bell called Starfighter. Starfighter is also incorrect. Uh, this was the series Wing Commander. Okay. I have heard of that one. I think my buddy in high school had it on his computer. Mm-hmm. I tried playing it once. I was horrible at it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Michael, what do you want to give to Troy? Uh, let's give him food. Okay. And it's going to be real stale from the 50s. All right. And here's another question from David. Thank you. Though he is generally referred to as Silly Rabbit, the mascot for Trick Cereal, who debuted in 1955, actually has a name. What is it? That is a good question. I didn't know he had a name. Uh, let's see. What would a rabbit? How about Lucky? Lucky is incorrect. Michael, can you steal? I don't believe I can. I'm trying to think of something that would make sense with a rabbit tricking kids. If it was even called tricks back then, I don't know. Um, let's just go with Hopper. Hopper is also incorrect. Uh, this is a little bit of a trick question because the rabbit's name was Trix. Oh, wow. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> David, they don't like your question. <laughs> but we love you. All right. Troy, so we got TV, TV music, and movies left. Uh, let's give him movies. All right. Movies for Mike. And it's the 80s. There's another question from David. What 1989 film is the only feature to date that Eddie Murphy has directed? 1989. Eddie Murphy. I'm trying to think of what was out in high school. I don't even know if this is the name of the movie. It just sounds like something silly they would toss him a bone for. Let's go with Osmosis Jones. Is that was that? Osmosis Jones was a movie. But I don't believe Eddie Murphy had anything to do with it. That is incorrect. Also, I think that was mid to late 90s. Yeah. Uh, All right, Troy, can you steal? I don't think so. Um, I would have been, what, seven years old then. Um, The only only 80s movie I can think of with Eddie Murphy is Coming to America. Coming to America is a great film. Yeah. But unfortunately, incorrect. John, (laughs) can I I throw out a guess or two? Um, I can't. I don't know if I, I'm, I would guess Harlem Nights. How about that? Harlem Nights is what I was looking for. Whew, okay. Oh, wow. All right. We got movies and music. Michael, what do you want to give to Troy? Uh, let's give him music. Okay. Music for Troy. Sorry. I said music. I said movies and music. We have music and TV. Yeah. That's what I had written down. So. Okay. okay. Same so, thing. Okay. Same thing. Okay. Well, either way, it's going to be the 50s. And another question from David. In 1953. Gayla Peavy hit number 24 on the pop chart with the novelty song, I Want a Blank for Christmas. Uh, Hippopotamus? Hippopotamus is correct. All right, that leaves TV for Michael. Does. The decade will be the 70s. All right, and another question from David. For casual fans, Fred the Cockatoo is probably the most memorable part of what 1970s detective series? It's named for the title character, not for the Italian firearms manufacturer. I can't even think of a gun manufacturer. Isn't that illegal in the state of Tennessee? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Definitely not. Um, Wow. Uh, 
I know Rockford Files. I know that's wrong, but Rockford Files is incorrect. Troy, can you steal? Almost definitely not. Uh, can you read that one more time? I know there are a couple of clues in there. For casual fans, Fred the Cockatoo is probably the most memorable part of what 1970s detective series. It's named for the title character, not the Italian firearms manufacturer. Named for the title character. I'm with Michael. I can't think of the firearms outside of like Smith and Wesson, but that's almost definitely American. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just going to pass. All right, Adam, you think you know this one? I, I think I do. I never watched the show, but I've played a lot of GoldenEye and Modern Warfare and other Call of Duty stuff, so I believe the Italian firearms maker is Beretta. Beretta is what I was looking for. All right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the final round? All right, we have a little bit of separation, but uh, anything can absolutely happen in our final round. Troy has 60, Mike has 40. All right, well, let's find out what categories are going to go into the final round. Troy, since you're in the lead, which one would you like? I will take... I'm going to take literature. All right, literature for the final round. And it's the 90s. All right, and Michael? Uh, Let's go with uh, toys and games. All right, toys and games, and it's the 70s. All right, gentlemen, so based on 90s literature and 70s toys and games, go ahead and write down your bids. I'm good. Yep, come on. All right, here is your 90s literature question. In 1994, Joseph Heller published Closing Time, a sequel to what acclaimed novel from three decades earlier? And your 70s toys and games also comes from David. Harry, Happy, Henry, and Homer are the names of what game's title characters who've been gobbling up playtime since 1978. While our contestants are thinking about their answers, I want everybody out there to go check out Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. I already had a little plug earlier in the day, so now I'm going to give it a good old full-on plug right now. If you guys like Seinfeld, and I know you do because it's the greatest sitcom of all time, then go check out Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. And if you really, really like us, then go check out our Patreon, where we are going currently through every single episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And you can hear more about me talking about Salman Rushdie and fatwas and all that kind of good stuff. All right, does anyone need me to repeat a question? Uh, no, I'm good, I think. Also good. All right, well, let's uh, find out what you put. Uh, Michael, since you were behind, what were your answers to the questions? Uh, for the toys and games, I, I think it's a pretty good guess. I'm going with Hungry Hungry Hippos. And for the literature, I I was trying to think of something with opening and, like, breakfast time. So I just went with Breakfast at Tiffany's. All right, and Troy. Um, so I also went with Hungry Hungry Hippos for the Toys and Games question. I believe the Joseph Heller book is Catch-22. All right, let's find out the answers uh, for Toys and Games. Harry, Happy, Henry, and Homer are indeed the Hungry Hungry Hippos. And for literature, Closing Time is the sequel to Catch-22. Uh, okay. All right, so there's going to be no mystery, but we need to find out what our final score is going to be. Michael, how much did you bid? I bid 21. And Troy? I also bid 21. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Adam, do the maths and let us know what the final score is. With a final score of 81 to 19, Troy Cooper is the winner of the day. Good job, sir. All right. Hard Congratulations. Fought. Strong battle. Good that game, Michael. 
Good job, good job Troy. <laughs> I scored points. That's all yeah, I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a it was a close game. It was a close game up to the end. Yes. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh Michael or sorry, Troy, I'll let you have last word. Michael, any now is your time for uh anything you'd like to say or plug? I have nothing to plug. I you know, I love trivia. I appreciate you guys for what you do. Gives me a lot of listen when I'm walking around my route at work. Blast from the past I listen to and obviously throwback. So love you guys for what you do. Appreciate it. Thanks. Good game, Troy. You too. Yeah, uh, we make sure you listen to our top ten tool uh, episode because uh, we might, you know, let you know that there's some actually good songs out there. I, I seen it earlier <laughs> pop up, and I should have guessed that that would have been one of the questions. I should have done some research. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's all right. All right, and Troy. Yeah, again, so just to kind of reiterate that we um, really appreciate you guys having us on and for putting on the show. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to in the car and um, when I'm out walking and such. Um, I don't really have anything to plug either. Um, my, my usual go-to is just um, think about the teachers and how hard their job is and support your teachers as much as you can. Uh, I've been in education and have a lot of uh, friends and family in the education uh, field, so always good to just uh, think about them and, and support them any way you can. I highly agree. <laughs> yes. highly agree. <laughs> and you as well. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you uh, so much again to Michael and Troy. And that's Adam and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found.